Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 123, Metamorphosis. Despite the felicitous events of this past week, it is quite clear that a long and perilous road lies before us. The forces of nihilism, delusion, and denial remain powerful, and uplifting moments of collective deep discernment seem transitory at best. Of course, most of us would like to be active ambassadors in the expansion of loving consciousness and the restoration, revitalization, and healing of our planet and all sentient life. Robinson Jeffers writes, quote, I believe that the universe is one being. All its parts are different expressions of the same energy, and they are all in communication with each other, influencing each other, therefore parts of one organic whole, close quote. Combined with the notion that those we perceive as our enemies are, in fact, our greatest teachers, we might embrace a welcoming mindset for those who think differently than we do. We are all a bit knackered from this last year, which makes it easier to lose our center and the sense of compassion that flows from our true essence. All of the challenges, pandemic, climate change, invasion of the capital, are calling us to our better selves. No doubt, Humans are the biggest troublemakers on the planet, and my sense is that there are three major reasons for that reality. The first is that runaway human population growth severely adds to planetary stress. There are those who say distribution of resources is the issue, that there is enough to go around if our socio-political systems were more enlightened. May be true, but the vast numbers of humans trying to get their needs met each day is clearly beyond both my own comprehension and the carrying capacity of the planet. Just not sustainable. The book, The Population Bomb, written by researchers Paul Ehrlich and his wife Anne in 1968, had a profound impact on my thinking. It predicted the famine and upheavals we saw in the 70s and 80s and fueled much of the public health concerns of the 90s through today. Unfortunately, to our collective detriment, we continue to ignore its prescient warnings. I'm certainly not advocating for government control of reproduction. We all saw how that failed in China. Education, 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 and good health care to ensure their survival is the only way we will get folks to have less children. The second cause of human trouble is the huge issue of our tendency to always want more. Our collective endless desire for more stuff, more comfort, more money, the brand new bauble that promises deliverance from our cosmic ennui. In our own lifetimes, we've witnessed enormous and continuous growth of wealth without any corresponding increase in the well-being of the teeming mass of people. Econospeak assures us that that a rising tide lifts all boats, but that assumes you're in a boat to begin with. Finally, people are actually articulating a K-shaped economic recovery, acknowledging the reality that not everyone is moving forward at the same pace and many are being left behind. The ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governance Movement on Wall Street, is encouraging, wherein people invest in what is congruent with their values, mirroring the 3P movement, people, planet, and profit all being considered in business decisions as a triple bottom line. I remember traveling in Bhutan a number of years ago and marveling at the glorious scenery, but also dismayed by the amount of litter on forest trails. Seems that for forever, snack containers were biodegradable, as in perhaps a banana leaf that would decompose when thrown away. 
there was a big effort to educate people that plastic wrappers are not at all the same. Just as we wouldn't litter our own neighborhood, so many are also now holding companies accountable for the equivalent of their litter, the pollution of air, land, and water that sustain us, and directing their investment dollars elsewhere if they don't clean up their act. The final human way of making trouble is the radical intensification of an us-and-them mentality, which clearly does not serve when we need to be focusing on cooperation to deal with the real issues before us as a species. Believe me, I do get how hard it is to stay open-minded with closed-minded people. Folks that want to talk at us spew their opinions like volcano fire and not really engage in an exchange of ideas. But this othering phenomena is highly destructive and must be rooted out within ourselves before pointing fingers. Martin Luther King Jr. reminds us, quote, a riot is the language of the unheard, unquote. And the larger context of his statement is, quote, certain conditions continue to exist in our society which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots, close quote. While the years of Trump as president turpitude are behind us, the forces he ignited remain and their sense of oppression must also be addressed. I love the remark of a high school student who said to Congress, welcome to public school in terms of huddling down with potential gunfire. Billy Connolly humorously mused, before you judge a man, walk a mile in his shoes. After that, who cares? He's a mile away and you've got his shoes. Easy to judge, harder to really understand another's burdens and distress, but an effort I know I must undertake. This triad of unskillful behaviors, endless population expansion, unfettered desires, and us-and-them mentality is creating a downward spiraling morass of suffering. Abracadabra, this rolling-off-the-tongue marvel of a word, is actually of Hebrew origin, meaning, I create as I speak. Taken from an even earlier Aramaic chant, Avracadabra, it will be created in my words. Perhaps with clear intent and loud voices, we can make it so that humans experience a metamorphosis and grow beyond these limitations. Thanks again for listening, and as always, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.